There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After. It's TMA presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Tim McCurdy, Doug Vaughn, Plowhawk, Mark Hanna is in, replacing Ken Iggy Strode. Doug, he's with Evergreen Wall Strategies, and he has wonderful oh, hair and now a beard. Yes. He's just showing off, just follicles popping everywhere. Yes. And uh, Jackson's in the Horton Watkins studios, fresh off of uh, a segment that uh, Michael Wellington texted me, as a matter of fact, and uh, as did... Uh, I see a bunch of people. Uh, this gal is likely the best segment you guys have ever done, ever. Uh, that was Carrie Grimmer. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, please do. I think it just gives uh, perspective, for lack of a better term. And uh, it was a, it was a pleasure, honor to have uh, her share her story with our audience. To have that outlook when you've been given that diagnosis. It's got to make you feel like you ought to pick up your own personality here a little bit. What's yeah, wrong, that's what's what wrong with saying. your attitude? Yes. If you think you got exactly a, you've right. had a bad day, it's exactly here, here's right. someone that's been given a, you know, a, a horrible outlook. Chatting and, with and, her after the segment, yeah. he, she gives off this radiance, mm -hmm. and it's, yes, it's yeah. such a powerful reminder that you can choose how you approach things. Life is going to throw good. Life is going to throw bad. And you can't help but admire somebody that's looking at it and saying, I'm going to use this awful, horrible, tragic situation and be able to make an impact on others and be positive in the world and be yeah. a light in the world. It's amazing. That was the thing. I mean, I when I was interviewing her, I was prepared for, you know, in, in, in the specific, I don't know if people saw the movie My Life Anybody see that? Michael Keaton? I know of it. Okay. I mean, it, it, I don't think it did real well, and it's probably 30 years old at this time. But he was given a cancer diagnosis, and his wife, who was played by Nicole Kidman, um, they were, she was pregnant. And so his whole thing with, with the time he had left, he wanted to leave a video to tell his son how to go through the things that he wouldn't be able to tell him in person. Brutal. I mean, as you can imagine. And I'm thinking, okay, I saw that that was the goal when she came in. And I'm thinking, this is going to be, you know, but I got a job. I got to make sure I, I do it as well as I can. And instead, she winds up never crying. And there wouldn't have been anything wrong with crying, of course. But then I'm going, oh, my God, that was, like, inspiring. I felt like I went and saw somebody you would pay $1,000 to watch speak, you know. And so she wanted us to make, not because of ego. I mean, I think you could probably tell if you've listened by now, to make her story public, not because she views herself as inspiring at all, but because, if, if you heard, it was just a little tidbit at the beginning of the story. She almost canceled her doctor's appointment because she felt fine and it was a, a hassle. And then she went and that doctor's appointment saved her life. And so when I had a decade ago, obviously not the same set of circumstances, but what wound up being a misdiagnosis of lymphoma in 2012, I thought I was going to the doctor and they were going to prescribe a Z-Pack because I had a cough. And then they do a chest x-ray, and a, a day later, my doctor is calling me and telling me I have lymphoma. It turns out I did not because they hadn't done a biopsy yet to get the tissue, and I was very lucky. But the reason I went public with it was the same thing that she's talking about, especially for our audience, which, which leans a little younger. In your 20s, 30s, and 40s, you may still feel some semblance of invincibility, but just go to the doctor. Just go to the doctor. I know it can be a pain. It might not be something you enjoy. But just to think of it through the lens of, you know, here's Carrie with two eight-year-old boys. You know, I mean, she's, it's, 
that's why she wanted she wanted people to know to go to the doctor. It just so happens the way she tells her story and the outlook she has is incredibly inspiring. So and she gets the sign Glossy of Iggy, so and that is what it gets down to. There. I think that's what it was really about. Yeah, I, I do too. I think it was really about. Yeah. Uh, so thank you so much to Carrie and to uh, and to uh, her husband. Kurt for uh, sharing their story and th- our audience was once again on full display of you know first class throughout the course of that um, and that uh, that also is not surprising because we really do have truly a great and charitable audience. Mark you are in here because we are talking it over with Jeremy Rutherford and the Blues Doug they got themselves a Jim Dandy a surprising Jim Dandy on Monday yeah. against Las Vegas do you like their chances to make it back to back over the top team in the West tonight in uh, St. Louis? Really? Not really, okay. but I'm hopeful. Look at you. I'm hopeful. Let's you know, I, not many guys. people do beat Vegas back-to-back, I'm but telling you know, maybe this is the time. Can I do the sports talk radio? Yes, they are absolutely. They oh, have to, and if they don't come through, this whole season's over. Head Take. should roll. Head should roll. Head should roll. Do away with the entire organization. Mm. Mazalock on down. No, wait. Oh, yeah. On. That's the card. He needs to go, Sorry, too, Plowsy. if they don't win tonight. <laughs> Everybody would, needs to go. That would be rough if the Blues had a bad game. <laughs> so Mazalock gets fired. Uh, that let's would, see what Jimmy thinks. Maybe, maybe he has some insight that, that could happen. Morning, JR. Morning, morning. Hey, Tim, I know you just made an unreal uh, transition. That's hard to go from subject to subject. But I got to say, that, that was phenomenal. Um, you know, you guys always do a wonderful job with the uh, interviews. You know, on these Wednesday hits uh, with Mark, I like to, you know, get all my stuff ready, get ready to head down to the rink, and then I pull into a parking lot and, you know, grab a drink and pull you guys up on uh, on the YouTube. And so I've been listening for like the last 20 minutes. And, you know, Carrie, oh, my goodness, uh, just just phenomenal. What a wonderful person. And I got to tell you, like I said, just sitting here in the car with the YouTube up, listening to Carrie. I mean, I'm holding the phone, listening to this story and just getting goosebumps listening to her talk in terms of, like you said, how inspirational she is. And, you know, we think about loved ones that we've lost and, and, you know, what their family must be going through. And, and you know, with what you've established with Sound Story, I know you're not looking for a pat on the back here, but these people, these families will be able to listen to uh, these stories for years and years to come. And, and so all the best to her, her family. What an inspiring person. Amen. She is uh, something else. She truly is. I don't. And, and if anything, it's it's inspiring in the fact that she doesn't even realize that she's doing what she's doing and helping so many people. I have... We've we've gotten response to to segments before. Uh, usually, it involves a uh, 1980s, you know, high BMI gangbang in, in Jamaica. Oh, but to get the response from the audience on on this segment, it's, I mean, I'm telling you, my phone and and the text inbox. Uh, she really made an impact. And I had a feeling that would happen, but but I also knew that she wouldn't know it because she doesn't realize she's doing anything special because that's just who she is. But uh, it's it's that's why I wanted to have her in. I wanted people to hear that uh, because you don't find people like that too often in stories like that. So I appreciate that. Is it, is it possible that the people that come in here like Mark Hanna and James Carlton and Ed Herman and, and Carrie, they all sound so brilliant because of the five dullards that normally talk on I this show? I think there's something to be said for that. You now, make a case there. I, you know, I'm hopping mad. Now Mark's mad. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It's two days in a row now. Yeah. I got a text from the Webster Wallers right, right now. He says, good luck following that. <laughs> Yesterday, Ed Herman Ed comes Herman on. Ed Herman just comes in, and all of a sudden, he's, he's Bob Costas. And I've got to follow that up. He's talking about ways to improve logical, rational ways right. to improve Major League mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Me, yeah. I'm talking about the careers of Tom Tilly and Randy Scarda. Oh, oh Randy Scarda. <laughs> I mean, what's with you guys? Uh, <laughs> yep. Mark, you should be. You should be pissed about this. <laughs> But you got the hair. Yeah, you do have the hair. Yeah, I got one thing going <laughs> for me. That's exactly and right. And the voice of God, guys. Don't forget. He Mom does? Yeah, he could That's do right. some voiceover work as, uh, as well. J.R., uh, Doug is not confident tonight, uh, but uh, I can understand that, actually, considering. I mean, that's a game that if you wouldn't have gotten to see the three goals that were scored, of course, the overtime winner and then the, the Blues and Pareko getting on the board, Eichel tying it up in the third period, that from the first period, it was just so dominant on the part of Vegas that you'd go, oh, the Blues probably lost that thing, I don't know, four to one, something like that. And then you see that they got it, and you got two points against that team. That's, I mean, incredibly encouraging. I think that would would fall into the category of uh, a stolen two points. 
Yeah, except for the fact that uh, they lost the game before, so you knew that that was going to be a That's right. They win and they lose. They win and they lose. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's why you're talking about uh, beating Vegas again. Well, tonight's a scheduled loss. I think they're going to start printing the schedule where the W's and the L's are just already on the schedule when they produce it. But, uh, yeah, no, it was it was a great game in terms of uh, what Jordan Bennington showed. I think at spurts, in spurts, the, uh, the Blues played well. But, yeah, they were dominated by Vegas, especially in that uh, first period. I know the Blues had a couple rushes, too, but for the most part, it was uh, two-on-one uh, Vegas uh, most of the first period. Uh, but Jordan Bennington, I said it in The Athletic today. I know people have said it the past couple days. I think that that's his best goalie performance since Game 7 of the Stanley Cup. He's had some good ones. I think it's his best, and I think you could yeah. make a case that it's even better than Game 7, but how are you going to top the circumstances of uh, what happened that night, June 12, 2019? Yeah. You can't. Yeah, yeah. So I guess this has to finish second, right? When they play at Vegas, do you go out there and not so much to cover hockey, but just show yourself off at the clubs a little bit? <laughs> oh, wow. You know, when I walk past those clubs, there's about 125 people in line for each of them, and I'm just glad that that's, I'm past that. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I echo that exact sentiment. I don't want to be there, and I'm glad mm-hmm. it's over. As weird as that might sound. Jackson, would you, let's listen to Jack. Jackson's 25, and he's in the sweet spot for that. And you've been, you've now been. Mm. Would you? When, I don't know if you and KG and O Town walked past those things at all when you were there, because I don't know if Circa has anything like that. Uh, but more on the strip, would you want to go to uh, Doug? What would it be? One of the one of the clubs? At, uh, You're asking me yeah, what the one, clubs are in like Vegas? To to? Yeah. Uh, like Tower. Uh, so personally, I'm not like a big club guy. I prefer myself a. A nice patio with some drinks. Hey, maybe some live music. Not and big, you can dance by yourself. That's right, a good time. Not a big club guy with the strobe lights. It's not really my thing personally, and not to mention the price goes crazy. But if, like, a situation arose where a bunch of my friends were going out there and there was a good time, yeah, I would do it. I've done it before. Not in Vegas, but clubs. Uh, but not, like, it, it seems overhyped personally. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And the thing is, I think I would fit in because a lot of those people are wearing skin tight clothes, and I feel like I've got my clothes spray painted on too. So naughty talk. Do the players ever get to take part in any Vegas nightlife, or they avoid that? I I, th- I think they're supposed to avoid it, according to the coach. <laughs> but uh, I may or may not be able to confirm that I've walked through the casino and, and seen a few over the years partaking in the card games uh, late at night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, the card games are fine. You wouldn't want them getting plastered, obviously. Right. Could be a little of that, but I'm sure former players only. That's correct. No, they're in bed early. They've got a game tomorrow. That's right. They're good boys. <laughs> I remember, uh, what was it, in Vancouver one year, Eric Johnson was out like 1 o'clock in the morning on a you know, game night, so they got a game the next day against uh, the Canucks. And I think uh, Johnson said to a couple of the equipment guys, hey, there's Rutherford. He's not going to tell on us or whatever and they said he's here too like what's he gonna you know give a give you trouble for being here so uh, they said no he's he's fine he won't say anything to the coach no. and then andy murray one time i think uh, andy murray just guessed that we were out late one night and he said uh, hey rutherford heard you're out three four o'clock in the morning at the at the denny's and i said yeah but so and so was i named like three other people and threw them <laughs> under the bus and it turns out that murray was just making it up oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Called you out. Well done. They still have those morning skates on the road just to try to convince players not to hang out at all hours. Burn of the off night. the alcohol. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's the thing, yeah, to get rid of the alcohol and also to do the head count, right? Make sure everybody's uh, accounted for. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And speaking of Vancouver, yeah, on the morning skate, I think we are leaving Vancouver one time. I was on the uh, team bus. And I don't know if you guys recall the name Jesse Bolaris. I've brought him up before at this segment. Uh, but High scoring had to be about six foot two and uh, skirt on, speaking of uh, spray painted clothes on. And she walked up onto the team bus, like walked up the three or four steps past the bus driver, looked at about 15 players and said, has anybody seen Jesse? <laughs> she literally had to have left his room about five hours earlier. Uh, I bet he never heard about that again. <laughs> I doubt it, right? No. Uh, the people are texting in their two-parters for Jamie Rutherford, who is brought to you every every Wednesday by the great Mark Hanna and his wonderful head of hair, and now beard, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, evergreenstl.com. Uh, JR, how come Matt D'Agostini isn't getting more power play time 
Also, I hear those hot dogs in the Montreal press box are the best. You ever had Lou Korak or Jim Thomas Robin feed them to you? Thanks. Oh. Doug, that's Alan Dadeville, and he's still upset about the Georgia loss. Yeah, he should be. <laughs> well, first of all, no on D'Agostini because he's a development coach. Uh, I think he did turn in the retirement papers. So, once again, just like a lot of these guys that uh, the texters bring up, they're tired and they turned in the papers. So, it's kind of, kind of a weird deal, but, uh, yeah, they don't play anymore. And, and yeah, and – Speaking of two-part questions, uh, the Montreal hot dog situation, they actually hand two of them at a time to you. So you don't have one oh, you don't really? have one uh, Montreal hot dog. It's kind of like uh, what Jack in the Box tacos, two for 99. Yeah, this is with the Montreal hot dogs. Huh. So I don't need Corat because I just go up in line. But it, it never fails every time I go up and get two hot dogs and I kind of walk away from the counter. There's McKinnis or Chaser or somebody yep. saying, buddy. I can picture that. (laughs) I have witnessed uh, some of the uh, Kelly Chase ball busting of JR, and it is outstanding. Uh, Doug Mount Rushmore of ball busters, Kelly Chase. Is he the George Washington? God, I don't know. He'd be right up there, I would think. Yeah. Kachuk seems like Walter's a nice play. (laughs) Walter's a nice play. Yeah, Brett Hall could do that kind of thing. Are we missing anybody yet, JR? Uh, I put Chaser right there as the uh, number one. You know, I, I don't know if I've told you, but the one time uh, I, I always used to sit in front of him on the team plane when I traveled with the team for about 10 years. He was right behind me. And one time I got a little tap on the shoulder and I turn around and look at Chaser. He goes, hey, buddy, you mind if I watch a movie on your back on the way home? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy is outstanding. Uh, JR, who would have thought back-to-back appearances, at least with me, we talked about this on Monday, uh, it was an unfortunate moment for Jackson because he was not familiar with him. But maybe, Jackson, do you remember who I asked JR about on Monday on 101? Doug Jackson, do you remember who I asked JR about Jackson Burkett. Please What's up? Come in. Yeah. Oh, come on, Jackie. I'm sorry. What were you doing? I haven't had a chance to we all show. Oh. I found a little opportunity. I'm sorry. I think I, 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 oh, I think gosh. there might have been a Doug. Gosh, you call it a gosh, kitten yeah. situation in the restroom, really? and it was tough to get in there for a while. <laughs> so yeah. just FYI, if you're coming in the building today, JR <laughs> might want to avoid uh, the restroom near the TMA studios. Disappointing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what was the name I asked JR about on 101 on Monday? Dvorsky. Look. Look at, <laughs> look at that. He plays for Sudbury. Look at this. Sudbury. So proud. <laughs> look at that. Yeah, about that. You're was, so proud. I was supposed to know about him, even though yeah, I don't, couldn't tell you who he was. Yeah, well, I, I said that, and Jackson goes, I've never heard of this person in my whole life. <laughs> and immediately, they did not like no, it on I 101. So. But I got a t- I qu- another question about him here. You're on uh, TMA. Jeremy, how much of a fast track can we reasonably expect for Dalibor Dvorsky? Secondly, I own a vintage Harold Snap's free mustache rides T-shirt. How much do you think I could get for that on Facebook Marketplace? That's from Minute Bowl eligible. Reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we'll go with that one first. I think you could get a. Uh, I wouldn't put a hundred on there, but I put ninety-nine. You know, the whole advertising gimmick. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, throw ninety-nine up there. So yeah, you could try that. And then yeah, with Dvorsky, for the other people out there like Jackson who are unfamiliar with the Blues number 10 overall pick. Uh, really good player from Slovakia, and uh, they moved him from Europe this year back to Canada, so he's tearing up the junior leagues. And in terms of when could we see him because of his success this year in Canada, Tim, uh, it's a situation where he has to finish out the junior year with the uh, junior team, and then he could join the Blues after that or in an emergency. But I can't imagine in a million years with the type of season that the Blues you'll probably expect to have, um, and with the success he's having, that they would pull him out of junior. I would think this would be a situation where we we would not see Dvorsky until uh, next year training camp. In your career covering the Blues, because I think this will help for, especially for the people who wouldn't be following the team Doug loves so much, Sudbury, to know what Dvorsky is doing. Wolves, nice. Uh, Players who flashed at a high level like Dvorsky is, um, and then it translated to the NHL. And then perhaps on the other side of it, players who flashed at that level and then never really got it going. I'm, I'm curious on that because I, I honestly don't know who, who would stand out one way or the other, I suppose. Yeah, I guess just a couple names here. One thing we have to keep in mind is 
in the NHL draft, when a guy is a top one, two, three pick, you're talking like a Patrick King, Connor McDavid, those guys, you know, they're, they hit 99% of the time. Yeah. But, but then it's a precipitous drop. Like from 10 to 20, they're probably going to play in the NHL. Are they going to be a superstar like McDavid? Probably not. And then after that, it tends to, uh, to drop off. And so you look at the Blues, they really haven't had a lot of high draft picks, especially forward. You know, they had Petrangelo, they had Eric Johnson. But you go back, and the, the, the highest draft picks they had at forward were like a Tarasenko, a Schwartz, you know, at, uh, in the first round. And those guys obviously hit. It translated, like you're asking. Uh, Tarasenko, he was putting up highlight real goals in the men's league in Russia. So then he comes over. Uh, Schwartz is another one, you know, that I mentioned that hit. And then uh, you look at uh, Robert Thomas is a first-round pick, and he comes over and wins the Stanley Cup in his first year. Um, one guy that, that didn't translate, you know, Dimitri Askin put up a bunch of numbers, I think, in junior hockey, a big, tall 6'2 guy. You thought that, okay, he's a guy that could translate, and it just didn't, it didn't work. So obviously there's been some over the years, but uh, the Blues have been pretty good with the draft and, you know, with the way things are going last year, it was the right thing to do to trade for that, that uh, first round pick, get a number 10, get Dvorsky. And by all accounts, he's looked great this year and looks like he's going to have a real good future. The guy I thought of was Tarasenko because he was like an eight, nine, 10 pick, something like that. And very high ceiling. And obviously he's had an up and down career, but I always like to think about where, where that, that, level is at about the 10 draft pick and other 10 draft picks is there's a very high ceiling for a guy like Dvorsky for sure for sure and uh you know when he was over here for that camp that they had last summer we were watching him and just his awareness his skill talked to Keith Kachuk about him after the practices and he said he saw a lot of Demetra in him and uh, just a real good ability to possess the puck so you know you can talk about what's going on with the Blues night after night this season but uh, between him and Jimmy Snugger the kid they have up at Minnesota mm-hmm. a couple really good prospects on the way so why do you hate Jochen Hecht <laughs> you guys asking about him last year when that, or last week when that plane flew over my head I missed his name uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, Jochen Heck uh, stole a piece of pizza of mine in the lunchroom one day, and ever since then, I just said it's over between he and wow. I. Wow, yeah, there there's the real story. Anytime I ever, ever get asked about him on the radio, mm-hmm. um, I will show my disdain. Find forgiveness, bro. Yeah. He's yeah. got it coming. <laughs> Find <laughs> forgiveness. Uh, let me see what we got here. Do you think who do you think will be at net tonight? By the way, or has it even already been announced? Question. I'm, Usually you drive down to the rink, you get a pretty good idea, and uh, I don't this time because uh, do they come back with Bennington? We touched on it in the article today. We kind of speculated, uh, you know, they could because they have back-to-back Friday against Columbus, Saturday against Chicago, so you're going to split the goalies Friday and Saturday. So who do you give this game? I mean, do you come back and, and uh, with Bennington after the performance he had against Vegas and run him again, or do you go Hofer and then split the starts on Friday and Saturday? So, you know, I guess we don't get paid here to – to ride the fence, so I'm going to say that I think they come back with Hofer, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's uh, Bennington again. Could they go to Rick Wamsley? Oh, they sure could <laughs> if they wanted. Uh, yeah, I got to check on his retirement papers. I think they're in, but uh, hey, hey, listen, Rick Wamsley brought us Brett Hall, so uh, right. we can never be upset with Rick Wamsley. We Steve talked about Bozak. this a, a few days ago. What's the deal with the first goalie off the ice? He's playing tonight. Is that extra 30 seconds of ice time <laughs> Really enough for him to get enough rest to be prepared. Oh, I love it, Doug. I, I think I was down there when uh, when Daddy Padre was in that one time. We took some video of you uh, commentating with him in the net. Um, he was not the starter that night. Just what the emergency backup, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In terms of the starter coming off, if people do see us tweet that, report that, and just aren't familiar with what that means, is you have the two goalies out there with the team at the morning skate at ten thirty, and uh, early, early, early. Uh, one of the goalies will come off, and typically that's the guy who heads back, takes his gear off, and gets ready for the game that night, and he's the starter. That other guy will stay back and take shots from the players who are staying on the ice for another 10 or 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. that's where we get the uh, the expected starter for the night is the guy who comes off early. There you go, Doug. Get but if he, didn't, if he didn't come off early, there's no way he could be prepared to play that night. No. Not a chance. Not a chance. Like yeah. if he stayed on an extra 15 seconds or you know another 15 minutes – God forbid, I don't think there's any way you could play a game that I Thank you for saying it. Exactly. Jeremy Rutherford, every Wednesday here on TMA, he is presented to you by the great Mark Hanna. 
of Evergreen Wealth Strategies online at evergreenstl.com. JR, enjoy the festivities tonight. VGK, home at home, Doug. How do you do? Let's get four points from the Western Conference sure, leaders. That'd be fun. Uh, thanks, JR. Yeah, instead of let's go Blues, let's go Kerry. Let's go, Kerry. God bless here, you. Here. There All he right. is. Thank you, Jeremy Rutherford, brought to you by Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies Blues, and VGK tonight. And it's an 8 o'clock start. Yeah, you know yeah, what? That must be... TV involved. Yeah, hockey night that. in Canada or something. Hockey night in Afton. Jackson, do you know hockey night in Afton? Why it's a later start tonight? Might yeah. be a one-period game for me before bedtime. <laughs> I guess Doug is right. Let me check on the TV and streaming options for tonight's game. You can watch on ESPN Plus, I guess, but that's blackout restrictions. Blackout in St. Louis. It's so nice. I'd so, come right back to Bennington and go. I would, too. If he's in their heads, Vegas, thinking, oh, wow, we got to beat this guy again, I, I'd go with him. Yeah, it is an 8 o'clock start. Let him leave the ice early today at practice. Get a start on those Couple comic books yeah. and really getting ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Blues head off to Columbus and Chicago back-to-back, and that's what he was talking about on how to handle that and that factoring in a decision, three games, four days. And then a bit of a homestand, uh, three games next week. Wingy wingy in town, Doug. You wanted to see the Senators and Tarasenko and give them a standing ovation. Hockey went wingy wingy. That's right. It's what they got. They got hockey mm-hmm. and then wingy wingy. Hockey went wingy. They seem like they're coming around. The, 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 what I saw with that game the other night was it was for the first time in a long time, it felt like they were starting to build an identity as a team. Like JR was saying, it felt a lot like game seven of the 2019 Cup final. As a young team, what I want them to do at this point in the season, just build an identity. You're going to have the ups and downs. You're going to have exactly what we've witnessed. But the more that they can figure out what they are, whatever they are, and be ready going into playoff time, be on the fringes, build the identity right now, come together later on. And it really felt like that was a big stepping stone in that identity that's so important for a winning team. That's a hell of an observation. Boy, look at – Doug, what's the deal with our sponsors being better at this than us? I don't know who they think they are, Tim. Yep. I don't like it, Mark. Yeah. Sorry, I won't do that again. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, there he is, Mark Hanna, voice of God, head of hair like Quinn Snyder, Rod Blagojevich. Yeah, Mahatma Buffett. Yeah, that's him. And he's and his office is right next to Grassi's. I mean, he's, this he's guy's got, got it everything. All. He got it all. He got it all. Oh, yep. I got Grassi's yesterday. Did you really? Oh, What'd you go with? I went with the uh, chicken parm sandwich, oh. salad with olives, and oh, about an hour later, I was snoozing at my desk. Where were you sleeping? <laughs> oh, it really didn't number on me. Mm. Oh, there he is, Mark Hanna. Evergreen Wall Strategy. Thank you, Mark. See you, boys. Well, there thank you, Hansy. Online at evergreenstl.com. I uh, got a financial advisor. I can't say it enough. Uh, and work with Mark, who is wonderful people. We're in the Michelob Ultra Studios. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Tim McCurney, Doug Vaughn, the Plowhawk with you. I imagine you'll stroll back in at some point. Jackson's in the Horton Watkins Studios. We will head down the hallway uh, is John Denton confirmed for these winter meetings talks? He's going to be on with us, hoping for 10-15. He's at the Ford Frick uh, press conference thing. Uh, Are they right announcing now. the winner today? Yes. So, uh, And that hasn't been announced yet? I do not believe so. So he said oh, it should wow. be done by 10-15, but I told him if we had to go 10-30, 10-45, that's Wasn't cool Joe Buck one of those yes, guys? Yes, he is. Yes. That's why I was... Uh... And I think that's why Denton's... How could he not be in if you've called more World Series than anyone else? Yeah, would agree. Wow, 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 wow. So hopefully Joe Buck goes in and we have John Denton right on the heels of that. He's already in the Football Hall of Fame, isn't he? That's correct. Yeah. Gosh, how many people are in both? Yeah. Can't be many. Wonder. His dad, maybe? Is his dad in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? I, I don't know. I'll look it up right now. But he called Super Bowls yeah. and he did Monday Night Hank Football. Hank Stram. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Can't imagine many that would be. Al Michael seems to be in every hall of fame. Yeah, I would think that's live. But I don't know how, how much no. baseball. I mean, he was the Reds guy, right? Right. <clears throat> and he did the World Series he did the on World TV. Series. There's one man who is in both the we Pro initials. Football Hall of Fame and the Baseball Hall of Dick Fame. Dick Enberg. I don't think you're going to get this. It's C.H. C.H. Chuck Hughes. No. Nope. Charlie Harrison. Nope. The answer? Chris Harrison from The Bachelor. Second letter, first name, please. A. Carl. This person's from Missouri. Uh, no. Carl oh, Cal right. Hubbard. Yes. Okay. Cal Hubbard is in both. Okay. He's the from, only person. From my, he's from Minor, Missouri? Minum? Uh, I've never heard like, of this gentleman. Uh, he is from, Cal Hubbard is from Keatsville? Keatsville. K-T-E-S-ville. Oh. There was some other town that was taking credit for Cal Hubbard. 
I couldn't tell you. Okay. Because I had a fraternity brother who was from that town, and he said Cal Hubbard was their big star. It wasn't Keatsville, somewhere else. Oh, Cal Hubbard. Yeah. I'd never heard of the gentleman. Now, that's I, I, maybe that list only includes players and not media, but I looked up, is anyone in both baseball and football yeah. Hall of Fame? And Cal Hubbard is the answer. So it could be two Missourians within the next few minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe will get in. It's just a matter of. Do you know? Do you see the list of other people who are nominated, Jackson? I'm sorry. I know that. No, it's cool. I'll look it up right now. Uh, the thing is, there's a bunch of. I, I recognized multiple names on this list. I mean, Joe will get in, and he's only 54. So, but it's just they only do one writer and one broadcaster per year. So for players, we have Bronson Arroyo, Carlos Beltran, Matt Cain, R.A. Dickey. No, 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 For the Ford C. Frick. Okay. Um, trying to find that. Doug and I will talk about R.A. Dickey's campaign tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to get in. <laughs> he did have one year where he was, like, out of control good. He was, like, the last of the big-time knuckleballers, wasn't he? Oh. I'm trying to find it out. I'm okay, I'm sorry. I put okay. you on the spot. Gosh, it's not Jackson. fair. I don't like it. Here, well, like here's what I'm going to do. Watch this. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N dot com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N dot com. Jeff Lotman. I enjoy following him on Instagram and seeing the houses he's listing. Yeah, He's got some good ones, man. Uh, interesting football picks as well. Yes, he does. Lottie's Locks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's with Compass Realty. It's a luxury brand, and you go, well, I don't know. Luxury might not be. That's what you're thinking if you're looking for a luxury house? You're thinking, well, you're probably thinking, well, I mean, I'm, I'm looking for something that might be a little less expensive. Well, luxury's not about a price point. It's about an experience. Mm. And Jeff's been selling houses in St. Louis for 22 years. Half a billion dollars worth of sales, he knows the market. Go to J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com and work with Jeff Lotman, Compass Realty. Jackson, have you had a chance to find it? Yes. What do we have? There are 10 finalists for the 2024 Frick Award. They are Joe Buck, Joe Castiglione. Did I pronounce that right? Uh, Gary Cohen, Jacques Duchesne, <laughs> Tom Hamilton. Tom Hank. Ernie Johnson. Ernie Johnson. Ernie yeah. Johnson Sr., I assume that's EJ, I would assume. Ken Korak, Mike Krukow? Krukow, uh, Krukow pitched for Krukow. the uh, Giants back uh-huh. in the day. Yeah, they got a popular broadcast team in San Francisco. Some of these names are hard to Is that Mike Krukow and Dwayne Kuyper? Dwayne yeah. Kuyper is also, okay, they thank you for you. saying that, Tim, because Dwayne Kuyper is also. Well, that's, that's awkward. And John <laughs> Miller's out there too, isn't he? Dan Schulman. Yeah, see, so, I mean, I would imagine the casual baseball fan probably recognized at least a few of those names, if not more. And so, certainly, Joe, I mean, who? nobody's called more World Series games than Joe, but it just might not be, you know, they might do it based on age or something along those lines. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Uh, and I think that Ernie Johnson Sr. is not EJ. That's his father. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Who is no longer. Long-time voice of the Braves. Yeah, and no longer with us. Nobody from this program's name was mentioned. Big swing and a miss for Cooperstown. Yeah, I'm a little surprised by that. Did you check? Look again. Every Jackson. name. Um, there's an HD2 Frick Award. Actually, they're going to create a new award for HD2 broadcasters called the McKernan Award. Oh God! And Tim was a HD2 Frick Awards. There it is. The gong is down. I brought your ball in here. Yeah, I see it here. Okay. Yeah, it was in the other studio. I That's better. It okay, thank you. Before they cleaned it out. Yeah, it's nice to have it back. Well, I hope Joe Buck gets in. He certainly deserves Absolutely. it. You know he will. It's just a matter of when. So uh, we will find out on that coming up. And it's just the Frick announcement that's coming up in, at 10 o'clock? Or, uh, is, or I think... is it all? It's not all the announcements. No, that doesn't happen until January. No, right? I, I, I don't know on that. Um... The text I got from him was he's covering the Ford Frick press conference. Sorry, what was that, that was now, Plowsy? If Joe Buck gonna, gets elected, I'll check an email. You're good, Doug. Yeah, maybe it. we'll get him on tomorrow if he's elected. The Buck Father Joe? Son team has to yeah. be about the best, right? Maybe Joe on tomorrow if he's elected. You know what? It's interesting. Now, I wasn't even thinking about it. He's been doing all these appearances around the country and around stations in St. Louis for Sound Story. And uh, there was a show that wanted to have him on. And. Uh, I said, hey, how, you know, over the next couple of weeks, what looks good for you? And he said, just uh, let's do it not 
the coming week, and this was last week, the following. I said, fine, hey, God bless. I was thinking maybe he was going somewhere. Where was he on Monday? Jacksonville? Yeah. Oh, no, Cincinnati. I thought that game was in Jacksonville. It was in Jacksonville, I think. Oh, my bad. First, we don't get a complete list of the Ford Frick Award nominees. And now we get Cincinnati instead of Jacksonville. And what about that Kay Adams audio from yesterday? God. Should I just quit? The triple crown. Swing and a miss. One of the best clips just shut down. You're kind of wearing the golden sombrero. Don't bring that up again. Jackson, can I, talk, can I tell people about the text yesterday? If you'd like. The yeah. what? I don't even know what we're talking about here. Yeah, because I was kind of kidding with Jackson. I know he's having a bad day with the listeners yesterday with the audio. And then I said, who went in the bathroom? And he kind of blurted out, I don't know, it's not my job to watch this. And I said, right, don't take it out on me because the listeners are pissed off. I was kidding, too. But he sent me a nice text yesterday saying, uh, Iggs, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have gone off on you like that. Uh, I said, you never need to apologize to me, buddy. I would never get mad at you. So, Was well, this in our group text or was this just no, two just of you? Me and Jackson. Aww. Okay. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> yeah, so it was very nice. You didn't need to do that, but that was very nice of him because I didn't mean anything by... Hey, don't take it out on me, because I would. You could never make me mad, buddy. Well, I, I just, you know. But that was nice of you to do that. Our show is a, a chemistry is so important, and so I never want to let things fester if I feel something's out there. Nothing wrong with that. And uh, my father always told me you can never be too kind to be kind enough. Yeah. Doug, hold on a second. I want to hear that again. Gosh, can you say that again? You can never be too kind and to be kind enough. And if I'm butchering that pop, I'm sorry. But I always kind of live like that. If you have an opportunity to do something and be kind to somebody, it is in your best interest to do so. Yeah, it didn't fester. I forgot about it after you said it. And like I, I thought when I sent it, like you know, probably wouldn't be a big deal. But again, chemistry is important, and uh, you know, why not reach out? Yeah, as my good friend uh, Morsi once said in his song, <laughs> "Everyone's your good friend." <laughs> People you talk to maybe one time or texted once become your good friends. In his English accent. It's so easy to hate. It takes guts to be gentle and kind. Guts. Is he Jamaican? No, guts. English. I think he's half trapper. What does that mean, half trapper? I think that's a city over there. Half trapper. Trapper wire, England? Trapper John was a shit. Right. What do you mean, half trapper? I don't know. There's a city over there called Trapper, I think. Something Trapper. <laughs> so if a person is half trapper, it meant one of his parents lived in Trapper? I had a Mead Trapper Keeper, St. Gabriel's. Is that sixth grade? Sixth grade. Yeah. Everybody's getting the Trapper Keeper. I don't you know ever? what that is either. Oh, my God. Trapper Keeper, Plowhawk. What is it? The ones with, I mean, it's basically Velcro, and yep. then you open with it, you can put all your notebooks in there, pens, oh, pencils. Yep. And you had to have the design of your choice. Yep. If, if you got ballpoint pens with mechanical pencils, you're pretty much, like, unrelatable. Yep. Anyone yep. have those anymore? It's just a computer now, right? Probably Everyone so. Everyone takes a laptop. Yeah, or a... Trapper Keepers, man. Yeah, you have to look it up. It's something Trapper in England. I'm not going to look it up. You brought it up. I thought maybe you would know what you were talking about. <laughs> well, I do know. There's a city over there called something Trapper. I can't think of the full name of it. but Okay. I think we went by there when I was in Coventry. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Coventry the often, are you? No, just you that one time in Coventry. Probably to study at Oxford? No, my friend Jason lived there. <clears throat> so before we went back to Bermuda one year, we all went to stay with him and his parents. Who is this Jason? He's from Coventry. English Jap. Chap. Mm. And you met him in uh, somewhere in Bohemia. No, he lived, he worked with me in Bermuda. Oh. And we always pick a place to go <clears throat> before we go back to Bermuda, because we're all from all over the place. I'm sure you are. And we say, let's, we'd always meet that had a Sinesta Beach Hotel, because we could stay for 10 bucks a night. Mm. Um, and one year he said, I just come over to England, stay with me and my parents, we got a big house, so... And like five of us just went to Coventry and just hung out, went into London and some other places. Well, if you could stay at a hotel for 10 bucks a night, you'd, you'd see the world, wouldn't you? Oh, you'd if there's any, the I couldn't imagine stepping foot in a $10 a night. Well, Sinesta Beach But they're nice. They're nice hotels. Sinesta Beach is usually 150 200 bucks a night. At least. But employees got 10 bucks. And we went to Egypt one year for no reason at all, just because it was 10 bucks. Can you still get that deal? No. The one I worked at got torn down. Oh, I don't know what's there. Nice. Yeah. I don't know what's there now. There's still Sinestas around the world. Yeah. Well, we would like that ten dollar deal if you yeah, can work it was on nice. Yeah. Went to Amsterdam one year, Egypt one year, 
Where else did we go? Trapper. Maybe hey, Ruby one year. Coventry. Marrakesh. But that was a hotel. Uh, that was Jay, uh, Jason's house, not a hotel. No. Mm-hmm. Now we were world travelers back then. Calcutta, you probably went there. No, never went to India. No, no interest whatsoever. No interest in India? Kind of living in India now. Why do you say that? Because all of my neighbors are from Bombay. From Bombay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Doug, some baseball news. Uh, it looks like the Yankees and Juan Soto are close to a deal per John Morosi and Buster Only. Buster Only even uh, recently tweeting out what the Yankees lineup would look like with Soto, uh, the newly acquired Alex Verdugo in center, Aaron Judge in right, Juan Soto in left, DJ LeMahieu will be hitting cleanup. It's interesting. Uh, Rizzo at first, Stanton, DH. Levar Torres at second, uh, one of three options at uh, catcher, and then Anthony Volpe at short. It's a nice little lineup if that were to be put together. Mm-hmm. Also, what is their payroll? Ex- I was about to say, also incredibly expensive. Still got to have the pitching. And you got to have pitching. And we got good pitching, and they got good We pitch. got good pitching, they got good pitching. We got good defense. They got good defense. They got a good money, we got a good money here. <laughs> they got a good ball club. We got a good ball club. Tony Perez. Doug, you will need to send an apology text to Iggy today for snapping at him. It's the right thing to do when he tasks you with looking things up. That's from the Banty Boy in Bridgeton. I just didn't want to look up Trapper. I have no idea where Trapper is. A little parish. It's a little parish. I think they're called parishes over in They are in Louisiana. England, there's... You know, like Bermuda, they're all parishes. You know, the parish of Somerset, the parish of Southampton, the parish of St. George's. They're not cities. London, no. London would be a city, but I think surrounding London, there's a little like bunch a of... county. A little bit of parishes. Okay. How about this? This is a brief aside, and then I'm going to go into the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. But that recovering alcoholic who's so giving to me and and Michael Wellington in particular... Uh, during the interview with Kerry, and he didn't do this for air, but, you know, just kind of give you an idea of the caliber of person he is when he's uh, not offering up uh, significant others for off-the-field activities, mm-hmm. uh, sent this to me, and we've already connected him with Kerry's husband, Kurt. Um Hey, Tim, real talk, serious text. I'd like to be the first to offer this incredible human a dinner for four at Olive and Oak, all expenses paid, four all-inclusive blues tickets to an upcoming game, and access to my wife's front and back butts. Oh, he was doing so good right up until then. Adding Carrie and her family to our everyday prayer list without a doubt, sending all the love. It turns out uh, Carrie's uh, twin boys she was talking about uh, both play hockey, both huge Blues fans, and, you know, living in Madison, it's not like they're getting a chance to go to Blues games. But Kurt, I'm in this group uh, DM with him now, uh, sent a picture of the boys wearing Blues sweaters and helmets. Uh, so they're big Blues fans, and they're going to get a chance to go to a game and Olive and Oak, all-inclusive, all paid for by the recovering alcoholic. How about oh, that, Doug? Very nice. How about that? <clears throat> he's a good so man. I'll take him he off is. the suspension list. So he's off now. I'll take him off the suspension list today. Zero. He's on suspension for zero days' time. Now. Zero days' time. Yeah. A very mm-hmm. rare suspension. Okay. Happy to do that with that gesture. <laughs> yeah, that is a uh, that's an outstanding outstanding gesture. Um, let's see. What we got uh, Jackson. Do I need to tell the audience about anything whatsoever? Uh, IRC. IRC, the Illinois Recovery Center. The Illinois Recovery Center is dedicated to providing precise and authentic care to those seeking help and treatment, whether you've made the life-saving choice to seek help on your own or you want to be prepared for the other end of an addiction intervention with a loved one. The chance to learn about addiction recovery is available to you at the Illinois Recovery Center in Swansea. If you or someone you know wants more information about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at Illinois recoverycenter.com. They also have a Facebook page. It's Illinois Recovery Center. And think about that. 
Okay. Okay. That's Facebook page to go to. Terms yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, and Jackson, have I told everybody about everything? Uh, mentality and long go big, sir. Oh. Boy, I got to tell people about things. Okay. Yeah, two more things. I do. We got sidetracked. Yeah, we did. Uh, let's see. Mentality is online at lowtusa.com. It's FDA approved testosterone treatment. With board-certified physicians who work with most insurance, if you've experienced low energy, low motivation, weight gain, muscle loss, fatigue, tired all the time, feeling anxious, moody, those are symptoms of low testosterone. Mentality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping uh, men feel and perform at their very best. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that we're normal without understanding uh, the range, or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with us at Mentality. That's lowtusa.com. That is Mentality online at lowtusa.com. And the wonderful people at Longo Biggs. If you are injured in a car accident and you need an attorney, you need the best one you can find. If any of my family members are ever injured in an accident, I want them to call Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo at Longo Biggs Injury Law. For nearly 10 years, Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo have been recognized as the top 40 under 40 personal injury lawyers by Super Lawyers, the National Academy of Personal Injury Attorneys, and the National Trial Lawyers Association. Uh, they are not the churn and burn type of law firm. With Doug and C.D., you won't be just another file lost in the shuffle. If you have questions about your case, you'll talk to Doug or C.D. personally. And they will handle every aspect of your case the entire way. They'll get to know you, and you will get to know them. Doug and CD are local, friendly, professional, and most importantly, excellent personal injury lawyers. They are online at longobigs.com. That's L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. Longo Biggs. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. We have two emails. <clears throat> That's all we got. Wow. Doug. Hmm. It'll be easy to pick a winner. Oh. I'll correct myself real quick. It's not Old Trapper. It's Trafford. T-R-A-F-F-O-R-D. For Manchester United, please. Yeah. yeah. The Theater Trapper. of Dreams. And Theater old, of Dreams, Doug. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was Trapper. Trapper. Maybe because Morsi sounds like he's saying Trapper when he says it. So he's half Trafford. Trafford, yeah. Okay. Looked in the mirror this morning and didn't like what I saw. A man that got a pity vote yesterday for his email. And Iggy rightfully held me accountable. That was bad, even for Engine Joe's government name. Obviously, I'm doing it wrong. So I'm emailing in reverse. Mirror image, if you will. First, the real-life sex story. Then complimenting Tim. Sincerely, Bruce D. Lips. And that is the story of the time that khaki piece of eye candy licked my back door. He hopped out and immediately pulled down my parachute pant and just started the warm mouth play. It gleamed from the club disco lights. Up came driving a LeBaron convertible. We rendezvoused at the club. I was chosen to deliver a box of misdelivered cubic zirconium rings. He at Dolgens. Dolgens. Oh, all right. (laughs) I worked at service merchandise. Yeah. We were both stock boys. Our companies prohibited we date, but fate brought us together. He was the forbidden fruit. A picture of Tim. You know what you see when you look up the word perfection in the dictionary. That's it. Okay. Was that that was Bruce D. Lips or was that just plain old Kevin Miller? Let's just go thing. with Kevin Miller. Same thing. Kevin Miller. Well, he's got a 50-50 shot at winning with that crap. Yeah. More are coming in as we speak, though, Iggy. And Young. Hey, guys. Okay, thanks. And happy Kwanzaa. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, a.k.a. ASMR GG Oak Forest. Wire me 50 bucks in your bank account information, and I'll hook you up with a couple golf rivals coins. That's what you need to play the game, after all. Also, I'm definitely the sexy woman you see in my profile pic, so be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Henshin. Well, we did it. We reached the end of the Internet. There is not a city that comes up on the Google box in England with Trapper in its name. But it will be a good hill to die on until he remembers the name that was totally different. Then he will say he was close. That's from Shooter McGavin, the vice president of the Nooning Tree Dads Club. Yeah, just a couple Shooter letters. Shooter McGavin. Trapper, Trapper. And finally, okay. 
Plugola is the illicit business practice of endorsing a product or service on radio or television for personal gain without the consent of the network or stations. Now, when I plug my Cameo, that is not Plugola because I am not plugging a company. I'm plugging me. (laughs) I don't even tell them how to find it. Granted, I've said the name of the website and I'm listed there as my own name, but just give me a break already. (laughs) My income is low because I have a poor work ethic. I figuratively set money on fire betting on sports, and once I literally set my money on fire because instead of putting my life savings in the bank or some kind of investment account, I stashed it in an oven. I can't wait for dinner dinner at Olive and Oak tonight. My caretaker, who helped me hang my dolphin posters, is driving me, but we're just friends, okay? Secretly or not so secretly, I'm hoping that recovering alcoholic pawns his wife on me after dinner. I'm sure he was kidding when he invited Tim to pull out front and turn on his hazards while he sent his wife to run out and go down on him, but I'm still going to make it weird by pondering on air if anything is going to happen afterwards. Now, how that will happen, we haven't quite worked out, but I do believe in it. Genuinely inspiring stuff from Carrie in the face of a tragic diagnosis. Just a great reality check to cherish every day you have with your loved ones and make the most of the time you have. And she came loaded for bear, busting Iggy's balls about watching ladyboy porn and getting catfished by Gigi Oak Forest. She even answered the questions about lesbianism and got to see Mark McGuire's penis. Thank you, Carrie. Doug, that's from Buck Swope. Buck Swope with a nice little email that's today. That's what we have for the designer. Heating and cooling email of the well, day. Well, I like Buck Swope's email there uh, with the tip of the hat to carry, but I'm I'm still, I feel compelled to vote for Kevin Miller. You mean Bruce D. Lips? Well, what is Kevin, going on with you? Kevin. It's two days in a row you well, voted it was a pretty for funny. Trash. It was a pretty funny little funny, email. Funny yeah, about licking your butt? Well, that Good part I can, I can ignore. Well, that was the whole email. No, he talked about we weren't allowed to date. He worked at service. I was at Dolgen's. He was at service merchandise. All it's right. a trip down memory lane. I'm going to go with Swope. I go with Buck Swope as Jack well. Jack Nana Lucas. <laughs> what a world we live in where Doug is voting for the analingus emails. Yeah. Well, I, I was able and to Maddie look past win. <laughs> Two days in a row he's voting for him. You got a thing with Kevin Miller? You're a naughty boy. I just thought he had a clever turn of a phrase. <laughs> Sounds like payola. Well, it's yeah, the same thing every day. You always yeah. suspend him. Now you're voting for him. No, you on the service different. merchandise payola? <laughs> I used to live close to a service oh, merchandise, really? so yes. But, uh, I've shopped at Dolgen's. close to home. Think about a chair there once. Uh, Jackson, any news? Do we have any news? No news, no notes. I'm anxious to uh, to see what happens. So John Denton's going to join us talking winter meetings. I mean, I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about, but uh, we'll talk about something with John Denton on Balloon Party. And then the nice thing is, even if we don't have much to talk about, it's a wide berth Wednesday, so it's like so, we win no yeah. matter what. Anything yep. goes. That's right. Damn right. Uh, I got a sound story coming up at uh, 11.30. That's correct, Plowhawk. You'll be on the ones and twos for Sorry. that. You can get yours at mysoundstory.com. Promo code is TMA. Get 20% off. And you have the video option now as well, a three-camera shoot audio option. And also you can have any of the people listed on the website do the interview. Mysoundstory.com. Get your holiday shopping done. And enter promo code TMA for a gift your family will love this year and for years to come. Time for us to shut it down for the plug, for Action Jacks, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Sullivan Vaughn, for the great Carrie Grimmer. I am Tim McKernan. This has been TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios.